You are listening to ComedySlamRadio.com. From our studios to the world, we bring you the finest in quality entertainment. So pop some popcorn, grab a smooch buddy, and settle in for another fine show. From ComedySlamRadio.com. Welcome to another week with Let's Be Frank with Dave Frank. Another week we're going to bring the funny. Today I'm going to be surrounded by lovely ladies. I have Robin Savage here in the studio. And the lovely Valerie Storm will be calling in in just a few moments. But to start off we have Robin here. Robin, tell us a little bit. You've been in comedy now for a few years here around Tampa and all around Florida? I have, I have. I even ventured this summer um, out to the Midwest to do, to do some uh, to do some comedy. Where'd you go in the Midwest? I went back to my hometown to, uh, to Missouri. I went to St. Joseph, Missouri. I did some time in Kansas City, Missouri, and then I did a, um, a casino in Iowa. So You say Kansas City. Kansas City is one of the most popular shows that although it's we get a lot of viewers live and everything's great the reruns and the podcast kansas city gets almost as much as right here in tampa and seattle but kansas city is huge they download and watch the show like crazy i would say it's my influence but it's jt's influence there's two kansas city influences (laughs) mine and jt well jt has all those crazy relatives but we're also uh i don't know if you know this but this show is played on another show after. So there's another show called KC Comedy. Oh, I didn't know that. And I'm replayed on their station as well. So oh, okay. we get a lot of attention. Okay. I used to think it was all about that JT Burns guy, but it's not. It's, oh. I'm, I'm sure he's got a few scattered relatives out there that listen. Well, shout out to my peeps in KC. Go Chiefs. Go. go Chiefs. We'll, we'll yeah. even give a shout out to the JT's family members out there. That yeah. was it. That silence, that awkward silence, that was the shout-out to JT's family. <laughs> I wouldn't normally talk about JT, but he's, he's here. Yeah, he's here, and he's he's hard to ignore. He's, yes. he's standing there I'm gonna, making I'm going to turn away from where he is <laughs> because it's just a big distraction. Every time he's in the building, it's like anxiety. I need to. I feel, oh, he's flashing nipples uh, now. Oh, like I feel the need. I'm glad I was looking at you instead of him. <laughs> I feel the need to reach out and punch someone. Like, I'm real pale, but he probably needs, like, SPF, I don't know. 120? Like, yeah. Yeah, the, that yeah, that SPF is, woof. So, yeah, like, it looks like he has a red shirt. Actually, he just got a little sun today. That's, that's what's going on. <laughs> All right, let's stop talking about him before okay. he thinks we want him to be part of the show. I wouldn't want him thinking that. He's no, we got, we got, we got Valerie Storm. Yes. She is, she's awesome. I yes. had the pleasure of meeting her, and um, she's, she's, she's what I want to be when I grow up. So. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be? Well, you're already a redhead. Well, I kind of. I don't know. I'm sort of. I don't know. You're reddish. That means red-ish. you got to start doing cruise ships, and you got to be a little more famous. Yeah, yeah, well, all in good time, I guess. Yeah, I, I want to talk to you about those cruise. I couldn't do a cruise ship even if I was offered it because I've got young children. But she's at the age where I think she well, we'll, we'll let her. We'll, yeah, we'll she's going to tell us about thing. it. Yeah. We're going to reach out to her in just her, a couple uh, minutes. Our engineer has it all timed out. He, we call him Jesus <laughs> or Jesus or whatever else I feel like calling him. So I have a show coming up with you. At you do. Your, it's the Chase, or is it the Chase Lounge? It's called the Chase Club. The it Chase is Club. in West Chase, and this is actually pretty exciting because uh, sometimes on small comedy rooms, you know, you know, Dave, uh, they kind of come and go. But um, I've had Chase Club for one whole year. This is this is the twelfth month that I've had the Chase Club, so it's, it's going to be a big to do. And well, one of the things that you were telling me helps you stay pretty good with the Chase Club is it's a once a month show. It's only once a month. And you only let the headliner be there once every year. Yes, I don't I don't repeat headliners. I don't have a bevy of comedians come in. I pretty much use the standard model of um, what the comedy clubs do. You have uh, MC, which is always me, and a feature and a headliner. And then sometimes I have a guest. Like, like you're going to be my guest. And a couple times I've had a few guests. But um, I've noticed if you have a bevy of, of comedians, sometimes you don't get 
to last the whole year. Yeah, <laughs> that's just my opinion. I think if though. you're going to have more than three, if you're going to do the four or five comedians in a show, it's better on the one-off shows than you know. If you're going to be at the same place, if it's traveling from one club to another, mm-hmm. it, it's better because you can't have you know. It's hard to watch five comedians normally. Although we've both been at shows in the last couple of weeks where. They had 10 or 15 minutes. 12, yeah. Or 10 or 15 minutes, 10 or 15 comics. Yes. Which was was awesome, but it was also <clears throat> related to uh, Uncle Dow. And yes. It was a big group. I'm pretty sure Val- Valerie probably knew Uncle Dow. Oh, I'm sure she did. I yeah. mean, they probably travel a lot in the same circles in the comedy circuit. So, yeah. Well, well I think she's online. So let's go oh, ahead okay. and pull Valerie in and let's get her part of the funny. Valerie, how are you tonight? <laughs> Very well. How are you? I am not too bad, and I, and I believe you've already you've already met and know Robin Savage, right? Hey, Valerie. I do. I do. How are you? I'm doing good. We were a part of a uh, women's show last year, I believe. It was almost a year ago, I believe. Yeah, yeah, in Tampa. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, Coconuts had its 25th anniversary, and they had a women in comedy, and I, I got the the honor to share a stage with Valerie. There you go. It was fun. So, well, thank you very much. The honor was mine. <laughs> which uh, which which coconuts was it? St. Pete, Clearwater. Yes. Oh, I was in St. Pete. Yeah, it was the St. Pete one. All right, great. Um, so, Valerie, we were just talking about we we briefly touched on. Uh, Robin sets up some different shows, and she has a a one show she does every month at the Chase Club, and we were talking about why it's been a little bit more successful as a once a month show. Because she keeps it traditional with just, you know, normally two, possibly three comics on occasion and an MC. Because it's normally hard to have, you know, five or six comedians. But the one time that I saw... It is. It, the, the audience loses a little bit of their focus when, mm-hmm. when so many people are going up. And I've been to, like, open mic shows that's had 30 comics. And, you know, by the time the 15th one got up there, you're like, I, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> And, and if there's 15, you got five good ones, five that should have stayed home, and five <laughs> five that are at least putting in some effort. Yeah. I'd say for the first year, I was putting in some effort. <laughs> I wasn't very good. So, but we were talking, and I believe you probably knew Uncle Dow, because we were all part of a Uncle Dow tribute all weekend long here about two or three weeks ago. Yes, yes. Um, I, I've been in the business since 97, so I met Dow a long time ago, and I was heartbroken uh, by his passing. Um, he was probably one of the nicest, not only funny, but the, the kind of human being he was. He was one of the nicest guys. You never heard him say a bad word about anyone. And, that's and that was just Uncle Dow. He was like, he was so great to young comics, and so nice and gracious and boy he, you know good ones do die young yeah he, he he looked scary but he was the nicest guy going <laughs> but, oh i know the first time i've seen him i was like what <laughs> <laughs> but he had like a thousand jokes about his looks like oh he was yeah he was great he was great so Valerie, yes, sweet soul. We, we we also just touched on the topic where we were talking we started talking a little bit about other avenues of comedy and uh, knowing that you do a lot of work with Carnival Cruise Lines, uh, Robin was like, I don't know that I can handle doing the cruises while she has her young kids. Now, you've been doing the cruise lines a long time, right? No, I I, I actually only started with them in August. Oh, okay. I thought and you were doing I, it a couple I had years. held off working for them for, for many years. I'm a club comic and you know, I was just like, well, I don't know if it would be an avenue for me. I don't know if it would be something I would enjoy. And, uh, boy, um, I could kick myself in the butt for not doing this much sooner. <laughs> uh, it has challenged me as a performer. Uh, you have to have three 30-minute uh, adult shows. So, you know, you have to stretch and, um, you know, write new material. You have to have a family-friendly show. You're up in front of people from all over the country, so you can really, really work on um, your material being universal. Well, see, I thought it was only clean. They're they're starting where you can you can do the adult humor as well too. Oh yeah, well uh, you know it used to be that way. It mm-hmm. Used to be kind of uh, like old Vegas was. You know that's where 
older comics went, and it was an older, you know, kind of venue to go to. And but Carnival uh, put an actual uh, comedy club on board each of their ships called Punchliner. Oh wow, a Punchliner! Nice. That's very clever. Yeah, and it, and uh, it's it's ran like a, a regular club. And I mean, there ain't nothing like playing for four hundred people that just want to have a good time. It's awesome. Now, are you normally? You said you do about a half hour show. So, is there how many comedians are normally on the boat? There's two of us um, normally. Okay. And um, you know, it's, uh, you can't repeat material. Uh, you have an encore show, like you have a half hour family show. Then you have three completely different half hour. R-rated shows, so oh. you you have to have a large amount of material to cover the time comfortably. Wow, you do. That's that is a lot. I mean, that's what just two hours of of material right there. Hey, nothing might makes you write more when you're scared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Did I just get beat? No, oh no. no. We don't beep anything here. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I was scared shitless. <laughs> you know, and it's great to, to uh, push yourself as a performer like that, you know. Um, it was, you know, uh, it's easy to stay in your comfort zone. But um, doing something out of your comfort zone is when you really start to, and it's made me want to do other things, too, you know. Now I'm like, wow, I was afraid of that, and, you know, I was not afraid but concerned that I couldn't do it, and... You know, when that went well, it's kind of given me the confidence to do some other stuff, too. I just got back from L.A. a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, that's a little intimidating. You walk out there into the, the mecca, <laughs> and, you know, you go up against, it's, you're like, oh, I'm going up against all these L.A. comics. And then you get there, and you're like, hmm. So did you Yeah, they're just asses? like us. <laughs> <laughs> you got up there on I stage? I got this. <laughs> did you get on stage and show them a couple of Florida jokes and whoop some ass out there? Well, yes, I, I actually, I was very lucky. My very first set in L.A. was not only uh, a paid set, it was um, also uh, filmed by uh, Comedy Time and uh, will be put on each cell phone across the country. It's a channel you can go to on your cell phone and bring up comics. Wow. So what's it, so, like an app on either the Android or the iPhone? What's it called? Uh, I haven't got all the information from. I think it is on um, Sprint phones, but I am not really sure. It's on my paperwork, but my whole week in L.A., I was I was there when Whitney Houston died. I had oh, nothing wow. to do with that, by the way. I don't care what you heard. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure you have plenty of material that coming. We have some detectives who are <laughs> wanting to talk to you, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a laundry mat. <laughs> Believe me, Whitney hasn't been anywhere near a laundry mat in the last 25 years, I guarantee it. No. Oh, the glamour of comedy at a laundry mat on a Saturday night. Uh, I tell you. <laughs> uh, well, she died. Yeah, 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 Saturday afternoon. Saturday yeah. afternoon out there. Yeah, I guess we got it. Because that was one of my chase clubs, and I walked in there, and people were on their phones trying to see if it was a rumor or not, because... There's all these weird rumors. Like, I knew when Bon Jovi, the whole Bon Jovi thing, I was like, he's too healthy to die. He's, he's not dead. But, you know, Whitney Houston, that was another story. Yeah. So. I think I found that we were doing last week, uh, we did a, the cholesterol as a comedy at uh, Coconuts uh-huh. in uh, Clearwater, and that came through. It was not too emotionally deterring. <laughs> you were able to go on. I, I was able to perform, <laughs> yes. Did, yeah, did, all of these people are dying, but Keith Richards lives <laughs> on. <laughs> that man, he is like the cockroach of rock and roll. He really is. He's just nothing can kill him. <laughs> you break him open, he's like the stuff that's in Twinkies, because I don't think they go bad either. <laughs> I know, exactly. Did, did, boy, oh boy. Did you guys spend any time watching the awards last night? The, is it the I was Oscars? actually working in Tunica, Mississippi, so I missed it all. Oh, okay. I was working as well. Tunica. Now, do they still have, um, there used to be a lot of casinos before the hurricanes. Are they building them back up in Mississippi? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was working at uh, Harrah's. Oh, okay. Um, That's a big one. And it was it was really nice. Um, it's, a, it's a great room. We had a lovely time. Was that part of your new um, tour? 
that was the first show of a new tour that I'm I'm um, I'm working on with another comic called Grounds for Divorce. Oh, and um, yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming up. That's why we're out in L.A. trying to put some things together out there too. Yeah, because it's not and like... uh, we're going to be at the uh, Tunica Funny Bone. It's a comedian named James Sibley and me. And between the two of us, we've had four divorces. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are pros. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's going to be like the worst advice show ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I work with James Sibley at uh, the Palm Harbor when uh, the Comedy Zone was in Palm Harbor. He's a really nice guy. Oh, yeah, he's a great guy. He's uh, a southern one of the boy. Best in the business, too. Yeah, he's a southern boy. So you guys are sort of like a southern broken hearts tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what do, you, how, what do you guys have? Six, eight, ten shows planned for the year for that? Uh, well, we've got four off the top uh, at the Tunica uh, Funny Bone. They want us back uh, four more times this year. All right. Uh-huh. That's awesome. And now everybody, yeah, so. if people want to find out where you're going to be, they can, aside from on the cruise ships, if they're going on a cruise and they want to see you, they can. But uh, you have ValerieStorm.com and you have your schedule up and everything, right? Right. Uh, I only put it up three months at a time because things pack in there so quickly and change every, you know, in the comedy business one week you're here and then, oh no, you're not going to be there. You're going to be over here. And you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I always put it up like three months in advance. That is good. Yeah, that is true. Even, even on my level, you're right. Things just change and and, and get crazy. And, uh, I, I book a room and I'm having trouble too. If I book too far out, I almost guarantee they're going to cancel. So even booking right. rooms, you can only do two or three months out. Well, I think Valerie could attest for the fact that, for lack of a better term, Fat Davey, Dave Frank, is a pain in the ass, and he will follow through <laughs> and send emails and make sure that everybody knows what day and time, and he'll leave you alone for two or three weeks because he books shows for two months ahead of time, <laughs> but he will email you all week long, make sure... Right? I, I, I don't. Did I give you enough time in between harassment? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> All right, good. I, I try to harass, but not overly harass. I don't want to be like banned by the Facebook police. You know what? That is exactly the way uh, you got to handle a booker too. You want to be present, but you don't want to be that pain in the ass phone call. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, how many is the appropriate number of times to call? Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is true. Because I know this. Emails they can kind of ignore, but you can't ignore text or phone calls. Well, I noticed some some comedians give me their number weeks ahead of time. Some people call me right before. So there's one or two people that I've had to call like an hour before the show to make sure they really understood the format and you know I have a clue to what I'm talking about, and I'll make sure to make myself and them look as good as possible. Most likely they'll look better than me because I'm a pretty ugly dude, but <laughs> other than that... So well, I, I look pretty horrible myself right now. Thank goodness this is a radio interview. I've been on a plane all day. Yeah, are <laughs> you never puts me in a good mood. Are you Are you back home in Florida? Yeah, I just got in uh, tonight. Oh, okay. And uh, just uh, something I've always wanted to say publicly is uh, I hate the shoe bomber. Why do I have to take my shoes off? It's a good thing. Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Then that underwear bomber came out, and I'm like, okay, I'm drawing a line here. There you go. I'm not taking off my underwear. <laughs> How often are you in the airports? I mean, you got to be in there dealing with that craziness all the time. Every week. I'm in an airport every week, two, at least twice. Once wherever I'm going and once when I got back. Um, yeah. I've been flying a lot out of the country. That's, that's, a, um, that's an eye-opener. <laughs> Because uh, you, you, know, you fly to different parts of the world, and, you know, one, you leave this metropolis, beautiful airport with every amenity in it, and then you land on an uh, airstrip that when you get out, there's, like, chickens running across the oh. runway. <laughs> really? Where, where did you land last, huh? Uh, well, t- tonight, I, was, uh, I flew back from Mississippi, but uh, I've been to uh, Belize and uh, Jamaica, uh, Puerto Rico, um, Grand Turks, Caicos, uh, Bahamas. I've and this is just in the past couple months. I've I've did a little tour of the whole Caribbean. Now, how's that like? I just did a private party, and I was the only 
I don't want to say American, but I was the only one of American culture there. It was it was a different culture party, and it was it was kind of hard to relate. And I never like realized how white American I was until you go up to a different culture and you're telling your jokes and you're like, oh, I can't relate to that. Do you have problems with that when you're dealing with a different culture? Uh, sometimes I do. You know, you, you got to kind of get in the groove. But that that's one of the things that the um, cruise lines has been beneficial in is um, being able to play in front of a large group of people and, and figuring out what works universally. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's, it's you know, sometimes we, we tend to localize our acts, you know what I mean? We use local references when you're working in one particular area. Then you take those references that kill in that local area and you go out and you're like, wow, you, you, nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Luckily, most of my jokes are tied to fat guys, and they're everywhere. <laughs> we, we are growing in popularity. Well, Valerie, what do you think some, some universal comedy is? Um, usually uh, family material. You know, everybody raises kids. Absolutely. And I don't care if your teenager is uh, Chinese or Indian or Egyptian or American. They drive you nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Which is exactly that is a why universal right there. That is, that is. I don't like myself two days in a row. I'm not having kids. Yeah. That's too much. Uh, that's way too much dedication for me. All parents uh, of all, all all races want to beat their kids' ass. <laughs> oh well, so I can have kids. Well, this I, is think Florida, so I think it's easier to raise teenage boys than it is teenage girls. I also raised two nieces a little bit older than my son. And you can have the exact same conversation with them both, and you get two completely different answers. The girls yeah. are very highly emotional. Yeah. But I did a really good job. Uh, the oldest one is getting her master's in business. Wow. Uh, the second one is in her third year of getting her electrical engineering degree. Wow. My son will graduate this year from high school with his AA in college done. He oh. wants to be a doctor. So he took, like, those advanced classes, so he can just go in, like, as a junior. Yep. Wow. That, yeah, Which I'm, I'm glad they're all well accomplished, but then I also realize that I'm now officially the black sheep of my own family. <laughs> 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 my son's like, oh, we dissected a skeleton today. And I'm like, really? I wrote a ball joke. <laughs> <laughs> they're using fancy yeah, words. My ball joke came for that damn book you need for school. <laughs> yeah. That's right. As long as you as long as you could pay for the cool they, school, they can't complain about the jokes. Exactly. Now, my son was very embarrassed growing up. Uh, that this is, I mean, none of his friends' parents did this for a living, and he didn't quite know what to do about it. You know, you know like, I don't want to tell my friends I'm different. You know, and the worst thing you can be when you're a young kid is different from your friends. Yeah. I would think and, that my, uh, one of my parents was a comedian. I'd want to be oh. My friends would have wanted to be at the house all the time trying to hear cracking up jokes and stuff. Well, if you've ever seen my show, I do a large, um, uh, I, well, I do a, a lengthy bit. It's about a, a five, seven-minute bit on, on, on balls. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Sounds so interesting. So I, uh, I uh, show up to pick my son up from school the first time he was getting out of middle school. And uh, I go, and, and you have to show your license when you go into school now and take a kid out. And I'm like, wow, genius. <laughs> Who, why did we take 25 years to think of that? <laughs> but um, I gave him my license. This lady's like, Valerie Storm, Valerie Storm, Valerie, why do I know you? And I go, I don't know. You know, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm strictly forbidden from saying anything at school. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wait there a few minutes. And uh, my son's getting down. Every once in a while, I notice this woman's looking over, and the office is all full of people. And right when my son opens up the door and walks in, she went, balls! <laughs> <laughs> my son was like, nice, Mom, nice. Well, e- even people at school watch the <laughs> internet and find <laughs> craziness, and you just can't act professional all the time. And she had to just yell out, exactly. balls! And, and, and it's so appropriate that she would yell that out in the school, too. Yeah. Not the kids. The administrative or the person that works in the office is the one that digressed. Yeah, exactly. There was parents, all kinds of teachers and students in there. 
Yeah, I have I have little kids, but I, when I started comedy, my daughter was nine months and my son was two, so they've kind of grown up with it. And th- there are some pros and cons. I mean, because you're you're probably way more than I am, but even the small time that I'm away, it's kind of hard. But then. Like, I, I'm finding on the flip side, like, sometimes you get some perks. Like, sometimes you get perks of, of being a comedian. Like, I took them on tour with me this summer, and it's just kind of the things that you do. It's it's outside of what probably most normal kids would do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I started the business when my son was three. Mm-hmm. And um, he, is, he was practically raised in comedy clubs, you know. Back sometimes, we couldn't get a babysitter. I would... Uh, Usually a T-shirt table would have like a tablecloth over it, uh-huh. so I'd put him under the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, His first words you know, were he balls. got to look at everybody's knees and shoes. <laughs> wow. Which might be the reason I keep having to buy him tennis shoes all the time. He's like, yeah, but these ones are black. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I would be successful as a parent. Yeah, yeah. You can hide them. <laughs> they can help you write your jokes. Uh, when I was early in my career, uh, I got called to uh, MC a show for Chris Rock. Oh, wow. And, I, yeah, I, I didn't. It was uh, back when um, the Improv in West Palm Beach used to be the Comedy Corner, which was Bill Hicks' favorite club, by the way. Oh, okay. And um, it was great. And uh, they called, and I don't have a babysitter. And they're like, well, bring them. We're keeping in the green room and while you're on stage. And, um, you know, I had to stay pretty much in the room because Chris was just working out his next special. So I didn't know when he was going to come off or go on or whatever. Well, my son sat in the green room, and I had coloring books and everything, but they also had a TV. So he sat there and watched Chris Rock's whole act. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he was like five. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I come walking in the green room, and Mason looks at Chris Rock and goes, Hey! Nice set. <laughs> and I'm like, oh wow, how <laughs> he many, knows the lingo. <laughs> how many how many words did you hear on the way home that you weren't expecting? Uh, quite a few, <laughs> quite a few. Actually, he likes to save that up until you know we're doing like Thanksgiving dinner with the family, or you know, yeah, why what not? is the most embarrassing for me? Well, you know, that would be right along, taken right after you, because I think I read in your bio that, what were you, five, when you started cracking jokes at beauty pa- at the beauty pageants? Yes, I was five, and I actually cursed. Uh, I got to the finals. I, didn't, I was a tomboy. I didn't want to be in the stupid beauty contest. Oh, you, the were the con- you were the contestant. Right. Okay. <laughs> and I get to the finals. And I'm standing there, and the guy asked me if I like to go to school, and I grew up with all older brothers and older people, and I just went, hell no! <laughs> and when the whole audience laughed, two things happened at once. I got my calling, and my mom learned to walk with her butt cheeks. <laughs> she was trying to crawl out of that chair. I can't believe my daughter cursed. <laughs> That's so funny. Some people are... Some people are, are meant for the stage, just a different stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> if they have a comedy beauty pageant, you will be set. <laughs> you, you can take home the grand prize. <laughs> Believe it or not, having a smart-ass attitude does not help with dating. I know. I was surprised, too. <laughs> it is, because for guys it works. Because if a guy's not a smart-ass, I do better when I'm a little sarcastic Almost bordering rude. I do That's great. what the ladies um, love, David, rude. I said bordering okay. rude. You know, like I just, like I stepped on, on the line and I'm dancing on it, but I won't step over. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> but when I'm nice, I get nothing. There's no play for Dave when he's being nice and friendly. If I go out with an intention in mind, like an agenda, I'm set. I do good. Yeah. Match.com has been good to date. <laughs> <laughs> so, are, uh, not so much with me. I, I, I had a friend set me up on a blind date once. And um, we had a couple drinks, and uh, we leave where we're going. And he seemed like a nice enough guy. And I seen some blue lights go on behind us. And I was like, oh, cool. We're getting pulled over. No, no. Uh, he puts on the gas, and we go for a short high-speed chase. No. He didn't pull over when the, oh my God. No, he did not pull over immediately. Now and then they pulled been... us out of the car and they had to frisk us for weapons. It was actually the only time I ever went out with one guy and another guy got the second base. 
That is great. Was that a Memphis? Is that a Mississippi guy? A Florida guy? I was a Florida boy. Florida boy. <laughs> I'm a Florida native. I was born and raised down here. I got um. I'm a sixth-generation native, actually. I should be in a museum somewhere. You should. Wow. You're very rare. They, they, there's not a whole lot of true Floridians down here. Wow. I, I've been down here five years, and I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, I know I don't want to go back up north permanently because I don't want to shovel snow, but I, I don't know if I'll be in Florida, hot, sticky balls, Florida, <laughs> forever. Right now it's nice. July and August we pay for we pay for it. Oh, you, yeah. you don't pay for nothing. You're out on cruise ships, talking to the towel boy, <laughs> getting pina coladas. You don't live that same wretched sweat that we do. You got people taking orders for you, right? You get to you get to hang out on the boat or when you're out, when you're doing the cruise ships? Or do you just have to do Yeah, your yeah. Um, they treat comics very, very well. Um, I've got the run of the ship. I can go up and work out or go to the spa or Whatever. I, I, I really cannot complain about my job. I, I love it. And um, uh, I, I was, like I said, I was very um, wary going into it. You know, I didn't know what to expect. But, boy, but I really like it. <laughs> so, like, if it's a five-day cruise, you're you're performing two hours per night, five nights a week. No, I'm doing five shows total, five half-hour shows. Oh, wow. And also, I do a 10-minute show during the big show in the showroom, uh, like a welcome aboard. But uh, you can't repeat any material on the boat. So, Ever. you know, if you do that 10 minutes up front, then that's got to stay out of your act for the rest of the cruise. See, that would be pretty wow. hard for me because I only have 20 minutes <laughs> tops pushing it with everybody in crowd interaction doing great. So I normally sell that I could do a good five to seven perfect because if the audience isn't with me and playing you know yeah that's how you stretch it out but I, you know i'm i'm still under two years so yeah i stay humble i try not to blow myself up bigger than i am by well, any means well i was gonna say if you've been doing it from since 1997 you're 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 uh you, you're definitely a veteran you, you definitely know your know your stuff oh me yes <laughs> well yeah because well, I, I, I don't think me and robin together have that many years do we no no i've been doing it for about five years but um yeah that's that's amazing so you do five shows and do you do you have to do it every every night then uh well it depends sometimes you go on a three-day cruise sometimes you go on a five-day cruise okay you know the three-day cruises are great because you do like the front end of or the back end of one and then you do another three-day which is the front end of another cruise and uh, so, uh, like, on those type of cruises, during the whole week, the, the passengers on the boat actually get four different comics. Wow. And 20 different shows. So, I mean, there's something for everybody. Wow. Um, wow. But on the five-day cruises, you don't work every day. Like, some days you're pulling to a port, you'll be there all day. So, I get to go wandering around and see what's out there. And That's pretty cool. It's uh, been very neat. Yeah, yeah I bet. I was to say they, they you you definitely definitely work hard though it, it sounds like if you have to do the the five shows not repeat material but yeah you're right it's probably made you like super comic it's like Popeye's spinach you're just super comic now with all the material it's, it's just it, you know you're just throwing something new at at yourself you know doing something different and um um I like that it makes you grow because you, uh, when you're working clubs all the time and just doing the one venue you get very comfortable in that mm-hmm. but if they throw something else at you you're like oh okay <laughs> uh well like doing the cruises was um I just recently did a um a private show in Jackson Tennessee and uh, I booked this two months out and you know we went through everything they said everything and I get there, and then 20 minutes before I go on, they go, oh, by the way, these are all Baptist ministers. <laughs> oh. oh boy. I know. And I was like, well, that's something to throw on me 20 minutes before the show. Maybe you should have mentioned that two months ago. But, um, you know, being in the situation, I knew I had, um, I was only doing um, 30 minutes. I knew I had a good, clean 30 minutes, and um, I had a great time. And it was so weird. I, I did that one, and then later I went to the comedy club there, Baldo's, where I had my show that night, and did an R-rated show, and I had equal fun at both. Wow. That's because you're but, enjoying uh, your job, no matter I, which. I was afraid I was going to burst into flames when I was on stage. 
<laughs> they see you right know, through I me. Going, maybe I shouldn't have used so much hairspray. Um, <laughs> Are you the you're even more clan? flammable when the lightning bolt comes? <laughs> Are you still using that 1980s Aquanet, that big pink or purple can you ladies used to like to use? The Aquanet No, girls? I've moved up. Yeah. I've gone to the freeze-it because I don't want my hair to ever move. Oh. <laughs> it's locked in place. I say, if you're going to freeze-it, that's some, that's some serious hairspray. That's that's not for the, 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 weary, the, the weary of heart, I guess, or the weary of follicles. That's well, look at how she's got it yeah. standing up and off to the side over here. It's, it's locked in. We're looking at your website right now. Well, you know what? I, I don't always wear my hair the same every time I go out. I'm, I'm, I have a I whole photo album. I'm actually not even a real blonde. There you go. <laughs> Last time I saw you, you were you were like a strawberry blonde. Maybe yep, it's changed. Yep. Something. I'm I'm like a light strawberry blonde okay. now. We're okay. looking at, at you right here on your page now. You got some great pictures with uh, what is that, Dom Irera, the lady? Is yeah, that, I worked is that with Dom from... a couple times last last year. Yeah. Oh, you did. He, he was. It was. It was very nice. I mean, he's a comedy legend. We all grew up on Dom Irera. Yes. I've been. Ve- I've, I've and it's been... weird when you you meet somebody that you've seen on TV so much. You're like, you know, you turn into like this five-year-old shy girl like hi <laughs> that that happened to me because uh, i've been very lucky with the show and i had a lot of big names call in uh-huh. but uh jackie mason called in on january 2nd that's and awesome I, and then i got to go to his show and hang out with him for a few minutes afterwards on the 7th the same you know a week later then that was pretty cool although i went to shake his hand and i thought like i was going to squeeze like this <laughs> If you look at him, it looks like a point one, or, or like a little zero and a big zero, like two big circles. It was. <laughs> now, he's now, very old and small now. <laughs> now, Valerie, who's who's the most like famous person you've ever been impressed with, or, or biggest comic that you've ever been like? Well, I mean, you said Chris Rock. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that you worked with her. Who's your I, favorite? I I worked with both Chris and his brother Tony. Oh, okay. Who um, a lot of people don't know. Uh, Tony as far as much as they, they obviously know Chris uh-huh. and um, you know I, I didn't know what to expect when I, I met Tony I didn't know if he was going to be you know just like his brother or you know kind of a rip off of his brother or whatever but he is hilarious and completely different than Chris oh is he but just as funny yes That's I like him Chris to more like a Baptist preacher you know he, he, he paces that stage he prowls that stage back and forth and um, you know, you repeat a punchline and it will hit even harder the second time. Kind of like a, the same cadence of a Baptist preacher where uh, Tony was um, more of a monologist, but he was very, very facial. On uh, He was just as funny as Chris. Wow. And I, I, that, that was cool. I got to meet uh, a lot of people. Last, uh, I guess it was two weeks ago, I met Dane Cook. Oh, okay. And um, Jay Leno. Oh, you met Jay Leno when uh, you were in L.A.? Yeah, yeah, and Chelsea Handler, who, oh. by the way, is very, very much exciting. tinier than I thought she was. I love Chelsea Handler. I I heard that in person that she looks a lot bigger in uh in on the on the the show. I love me Chelsea Handler. I like her because she's she's very ballsy. Like she doesn't care who she offends. <laughs> I think that's a yeah, good thing to be I, in and uh, I mean I, I'm very very impressed by her body of work. I mean she's got the two shows on E. She's pro- executive producing two more shows, I believe on NBC. She's written four bestsellers. She's got a monthly column in Cosmo. I'm like, you go girl. Yeah. So are busy, you, busy, are, busy. When are you going to be on the roundtable, uh, Valerie? What's around? Uh, uh, at Chelsea Handler's. Table. I'm sorry, Chelsea Handler's roundtable. Oh, uh, probably uh, no, not anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I turned into the five-year-old girl. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Mal- uh, Leno in person is so magnetic. I mean, um, I was blown away by him, oh, and really? I, I, you know, I've always been a fan. I wasn't like a huge super fan. As I am now, but seeing him in person, boy, oh boy, what a pro! Was he? And we, he was, we got to watch him tape a show, and it was great. Wow! And I mean, and was was he a nice guy, like in person? Oh yeah, super, super. And uh, Howie Mandel was on that same show, and oh wow, yeah, it was it was great. 
good yeah. time to be in L.A. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we, uh, the week could not have gone better. It was like such a great week. Well, we are glad you had uh, that week. I got to week. perform at the Ice House, which I, I think other than the Purple Onion in San Francisco is one of the oldest comedy clubs in the country. Wow. I think the per- Purple Onion in San Francisco is older. Speaking of the Ice House, not- speaking of the Ice House, didn't you just tell me that you had something special happen there that's going to be coming out soon? Was oh the ice yeah, house? it was uh, it was a, a segment I filmed for Comedy Time. That was um, uh, it'll be out on the set that was with the cell phones and stuff. Oh, I th- I'm sorry. I thought that was. The, don't you have a, a DVD coming out too? Oh, that's to a different company. I'm sorry. Oh, my <laughs> so fault. That was she she has so many house. irons in the fire. We yeah, <laughs> Mrs. Handler. <laughs> Keep it together. I, I was. I'm I not was as nearly as organized or skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them too You know, you always wonder about that Because you see her next to Jennifer Aniston And she looks huge I mean, a lot bigger than Jennifer Aniston And then I've seen her in person I'm like, she's absolutely tiny now, Oh my goodness, how big is Jennifer or? Aniston? She must be like a leprechaun <laughs> Yeah, then you do wonder that Yeah, you do wonder that When when someone looks bigger and they're, they're tiny in person then, then who are these little waif people Running around L.A.? <laughs> I, I, if the camera really does add 10 pounds, um, I got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you got a problem. <laughs> I start off twice, two to three times your size before the camera's involved. <laughs> I'm like, they need to come out with some like a supermodel filter or something. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody she's would only like 100 to... pounds, but look, she's seven foot tall. <laughs> they just stretch you, stretch you on there. You could have the uh, like the the Vaseline smeared Barbara Walters camera. That's what I want when I ever make it. <laughs> the soft lighting. I want I want some I want the people that do the lighting on the real Beverly or uh, the real Housewives of all those shows. Right. Whenever they're doing like an interview, those women look fabulous. <laughs> then you see them the next week and like the Inquirer, and you're like, I didn't know she was back on TV. I need right. that lighting crew. You know who does wonders with makeup and. I don't know if I'm sad or proud to say that I watch Mob Wives, but those <laughs> girls go through some makeup changes. It's like day and night. The I mean, Mob Wives do? Oh, man. They pack it on like it's spackle, and then they <laughs> spray paint it. I mean, these go, these women go from looking like ugly men to somewhat beautiful women. You it, really, it's amazing. The name. Well, I um. You gotta be worried. It's a weird thing on stage, you know. You want to put enough makeup on so you look good and you don't look washed out. But if you put too much on, it gets sweaty up there. (laughs) And nobody wants to look like Alice Cooper during the middle of their (laughs) act. It is so good to be a guy. I shave and I go. (laughs) You know, I don't gotta worry about nothing. My my, you know, if it's that hot, I might sweat. But I just asked the audience if they smell the pig on stage cooking. If that's if you smell bacon, nobody ordered a burger. It's me. But I mean, nothing happens. I mean, what's the big deal? Just go out there. You guys are beautiful. Don't wear no makeup. Yeah, well, but it does get hot, and especially like the longer you're up there, you don't want like the makeup just to run down. Just go know? with no makeup. Just go. Just go with no makeup. Uh, now, Robin, days. you have long hair. I do. I do. Do you ever get that wet? thing up under the back of your neck there where that whole section oh. is wet but the top is dry when you get off you're like well at least nobody's seen it <laughs> oh i do yeah that's funny you say that i don't i don't think anyone's ever like i've ever had that conversation but you do it's like the whole underneath of your hair between your neck and the, like the top layer of your hair is just so I've actually, when I first started comedy, well, sometimes it still happens, when I have those bomb nights, I've actually almost felt like my armpits like pouring, All like right. you could almost feel like a shower of like perspiration coming from you. What is, uh, guy here, what's a bomb night? A what? A bombing out? What did you just say? Like in a, when I bomb, like on stage. Oh, like if when you do you're really bombing. bad, when you're oh. bombing. You, I was like, was that a new word for a bra? You were like bombing out. I'm like, <laughs> no. what? I'm like, because you're holding your armpits in your palm. I'm like, I, I'm lost. I don't know. I'm like, I was not in the secret woman conversation for the bombing out. But like when you, you know, when you're in the, the comedy groove and you're laughing, you're having fun, that's one thing. But 
and I'm sure Valerie doesn't do it very often, but you probably have bombed in the past. And it's just like sweat just will not stop. It just pours out. You know what? Me. Every comic bomb. Every <laughs> comic bomb. And you know what? If a comic tells you that they've never bombed, then they're not a good comic. Because right. I've learned far more from the shows that I've bombed at than the shows I've walked up and that have been easy. Absolutely. Much more. I, I had an experience with this because... Uh, a comedian from Orlando. Uh, it was, I don't know, a half a year, maybe a little bit more ago, came to one of the open mics at uh, Coconuts. And we're talking, and he goes, so, so Dave, have you ever bombed? And I'm like, you know, I've been lucky. So far, I haven't bombed. I never really had a bad set. I've been absolutely lucky. But I'm so young into it, it's not a big deal. Go up on stage, and I was like a retard <laughs> with a helmet. I couldn't, I was like, I called them out. I'm like, you screwed me, man. You brought <laughs> you it up. You jinxed me. I could, I couldn't even remember my Fat Davy song or, or nothing. It was like I was like a mental retard. It was like the jinx. Yeah. yeah that's why people when they walk in the show, they're all, you know, they sometimes customer will walk in and go, you gonna be funny? I'm like, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> if you give me a tip, I'm not gonna talk it up just in case I suck tonight. <laughs> But I'm because the, the season, many the... you go, oh yeah, everything's gonna be great. Yeah, well then. <laughs> no, did you pay yet? Oh, you paid. <laughs> I suck. This is gonna be a horrible show. You didn't. That's oh, fucking great, guys. It's gonna be the best show ever. Once you get the money, it's all downhill. <laughs> uh, I guess it was about a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, um, I was doing a headline run, and the booker I was working with called me and wanted me to do a feature night. And they go, we just added it, it's, um, you know, you're a free hotel, you get some extra scratch for the night, it's during the week, so you're off that night. I was like, yeah, that makes sense, all right. So I go to this gig, and when I get there, it's a sports bar. And all the TVs are on, and people are eating wings, and I'm looking around, I'm like, well, yeah, doesn't even like they know there's going to be a show. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they didn't. <laughs> It was in South Carolina, and they were doing, uh, the game was Carolina-Duke. Oh, they didn't want to listen to comedy. rivalry. That started at 9, as well did my show. So they held my show till 9.30, I guess, to make sure everybody was really into the game. Before they got, they walked up, and as they're turning off the TVs, and people are like, what? You know? Um, they go, oh, yeah, 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 uh, we're going to turn the game off. We got this girl's going to come up and tell you some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> people were throwing wings at me and booing me i didn't gotten to the stage yet man <laughs> that is horrible i did my time like a trooper yeah that, it sounds like you needed remember in in uh the blues brothers when they were behind the they were behind the uh the cage and they were playing and all the people at the bar were throwing their beer bottles through the cage and stuff because they didn't <laughs> like the songs Oh, that's horrible. But I've, I've had those gigs before where they, like, turn off the tel television. Well, I've had them when they don't turn off the television either. And they're like, here's comedy. And people are like, we, no, what? <laughs> like, uh. You know, every time we I... We hate you. <laughs> Sorry. I need so, to do my 30 minutes to get paid. Shut up. Sometimes I do a show and I I felt stuff. like at the end of the night they should have snuck in and left the money on my nightstand like the comedy whore I made myself <laughs> that night. <laughs> that is awesome. You know, getting hit with a wing going, wow, gee, the wings look good. Mm. <laughs> no, I didn't know what to do. It was the word, it was, and, you know, I, I'm, I was 13 years into the business by then. Wow. So, you know, you can bomb at any stage. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's never fun. And and to me, I, maybe this is where I'm at, it seems like I could get, I could be on a run and have, like, two good months, and then, like, my ego's really high. I'm like, yeah, I'm awesome. And then, like, karma or God or whoever you believe, like, gives you that show that just hands you your ass. It's like, oh, yeah, you're super funny. Here's your ass. Like, it seems. <laughs> It seems like, so how do you like me now? <laughs> Sorry about your bad luck. You're not funny tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've had, you know, I've, um, uh, one time I had to do a show with, um, uh, I think it was Tim Wilkins. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, it was way, way back early in our careers. Um, 
at least 13 years ago. We go to this place, and this booker is no longer in the business, and there's seven people standing there. Four of them don't speak English. They came out from the kitchen because nobody showed up. Oh. <laughs> Two of them are drunk. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad being heckled, but it's worse than being heckled in a foreign language. I don't even know what to do you. <laughs> oh, and you couldn't touch the microphone because every time you did, it would do that loud feedback noise oh. into the audience. <laughs> Which I, I utilize sometimes just to make everybody shut up. It was like scratching <laughs> down the chalkboard. Okay, listen, listen. <laughs> I got seven more punchlines and then I'm out of here. Yeah. Let me do my bit and go. So, ladies, now, we, we, we have about seven minutes left in the show. And when we have about seven minutes left in the, pl- in the show, I like to do shameless plugs. Valerie, would you like to shamelessly plug some stuff you have coming up? Um, I am, in the next couple of months, I'm going to Stardome in Alabama. Um, I'm going out to Denver to Wits End. I'll be doing some cruises. I fly out Thursday to go on the Legend. And I'll be on there for six days and then two weeks on the uh, Paradise after that out of Tampa. Oh, okay. And um, just got a lot of stuff coming up. And they can find it's all that. ValerieStorm.com. There you go, ValerieStorm.com. If people are looking on cruise ships, if they're on uh, Carnival Cruise Lines, do they have a link on there for the different comedians that are going to be on that people can find it out ahead of time? I don't think that they are, are, are listing the comics that are going to be on board. All right. At this point, on the uh, Carnival website. But if you want to know where a particular comic is going to be, we always have what ship we're going out on on our uh, website. So if you'd like to plan your vacation around Valerie Storm's trip on the Carnival boat, check out ValerieStorm.com. Yeah, they could actually <laughs> just take a cruise just to see you. That's, there you that's, go. <laughs> that's worth it, right? They get five half-hour half sessions with you. That's great. <laughs> I actually did have a family uh, of this um, little girl who wants to be a comic. She's been following me for quite some time. And uh, they brought her on the cruise ship. And um, one of the main things was reasons was because I was going to be on the cruise ship. Really? Uh, she's, a, she's an awesome little girl. Um, I, I only say her first name. Her name is Haley. And, um, you know, I sat down and talked to her a couple times and, you know, she only came to the family shows. Yes, yes. Sure. Wow. But, um, yeah, but she is a very determined young lady. <laughs> All right. It sounds like she comes from, like, loving and giving parents. I don't know if she'll ever make it as a comic. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, no kidding. You know, I, if I would have told that to my parents, they'd be like, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> when I had Bobby Slayton on, he said the same thing. He goes, if I had some fucked up family or drug problem, he goes, I probably would have been the world's most famous comedian. He goes, but I didn't. So he goes, I'm only okay. He goes, I'm only in the top 100. <laughs> That's his line. Yeah. I'm only in the top 100. Someone asked me I've that. I've worked with Bobby several times. Yeah? That is great. He uh-huh. was he was the first, I'll say, big celebrity that called into the show, and he did not turn the pit bull off the entire time. It was me and, uh, do you know Chris Gorgeous? Valerie? I, I've heard of Chris. All I've right. never met him, I don't believe. I think he spent some time doing cruises, cruise lines as well with Carnival for a while. But uh, he was, he, I mean, he's been around for over 20 years doing comedy. But, uh, I mean, he was just, it was me and him, and he just ripped into, at one point he was like, who's this character? Tell Chris to shut the fuck up. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this is great. It was, I was like, I didn't know what to say. or I didn't yeah. know how to handle it. Because I said to him, just like I had said to you, Valerie, and other people, do you think we should talk for 10 minutes or 5 minutes before the show? And he goes, nope. He goes, there's nothing you can throw at me I can't handle. And I'm like, well, shit, I didn't, want, I didn't want to tell him. It was more for me being relaxed than it was for him. <laughs> I'm pooping a brick over Yeah, he's well like, in oh 30 God. years right now, so oh, there's yeah. probably not too much you could throw at him. And him and uh, John Lovitz just started their own podcast. Uh, oh, last Last week they started it. Oh, I'll have to listen I, to that. I, I, had, uh, I was sent him a message because I said, you know, you told me you had a special coming on and things going on. You wanted to come on again. And he was like, it's not ready. He goes, but maybe I'll come on and talk about my new podcast that I just started. I'm like, oh, man, everybody's got a podcast now. <laughs> you have to go on podcast to promote the podcast. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, hey, anytime I could have him on the show, it's fine. You can call in and say whatever you want. 
Yeah. Uh, but I know Val. I know uh, not Val. Valerie. I know that Robin has a bunch of stuff coming up too. So let's tell everybody what you got coming up because the two of you have got more stuff booked in the next <laughs> two months than I'm probably going to have all year. But go um, ahead, make me feel bad. <laughs> As always, I have uh, the the the. The one-nighter that I do in Tampa, it's it's my room. It's called Chase Club. And um, this month, I've got you coming um, in as a guest. Uh, I'm going to get a guest spot. <laughs> and Bull, uh, who is a, a good headlining comedian here in Tampa, who is your 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 arch double, or, yeah. I guess. He, sometimes with me and Bull. Do you know who Bull is already, Valerie? Yes, I do. I've met okay. Bull several times. So me and Bull are often at the same uh, coconuts. And I'll walk up and order a Corona, and Boo will walk up a few minutes later to order whatever beer he's getting, and they'll hand him a Corona, and he's like, I'm not fat, Davey. <laughs> Just take that back. <laughs> it's horrible. But And at first, I was like, hey, Robin, I don't get my picture for a guest spot. She goes, nobody does. I'm like, that's all right. I can just point my point an arrow to Bull and say that's me. Yeah. That's Davy. That ain't Bull. <laughs> now Max Doyle's going to be on the show too, so he's a little bit smaller than you guys, but he's just as bald. So. Uh, did you see the new room he's working on? I mean, I only met Max once, but the pictures he put up at his club, uh, in, in his father's yeah, club in Punta Gorda. In yeah. Punta Gorda, it, it's beautiful. The stage he made. I saw pictures of it today. I mean, it's yeah. They're putting a lot of hard work into that. I played his club when it was just a tiny little pub before. Well, I mean, it hasn't actually opened up. The the big room hasn't opened up. But as a tiny pub, that was one of oh, it's phenomenal. It's a very fun. I've heard room. nothing but good things yeah, about it. Yeah, it's very very fun. And I'm actually going on the road uh, to Tucson. I'm going to be at Laughs in Tucson, Arizona, March 16th through 17th. I'm going to be there. And um, then when I come back, um, there's something in Tampa called the New Seeds Performing Arts Festival, and it's the only well, like all women's arts festival in um, in the southeast, actually. And my good friend Suzanne Bullett, uh, she puts that on, and so I'm going to be performing there in March. And then I'm also going to be at the American Stage uh, with some of my divas. Actually, I'm going to be with uh, Long Island Mary. Uh, she's a mutual friend of Valerie's as well, too. And I am a huge fan of Long Island Mary. Yeah, we're we're going to be at the the American Stage in St. Pete, which uh which is fun because I don't think they have a whole lot of um stand up there. So so this is going to be fun. Kind I was of going to be the president of her fan club, but her mother beat me in the wrestling competition. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, her mother <laughs> is. And her mother does those great little videos for it oh, too. Oh, I adore her mother. Yes, yeah. that is great. Now, you need to tell people, because they can't go to robinsavage.com, so how do they find you? Well, see, because I'm awesome at my own marketing, and I thought, why don't we have the most obscure name for a website <laughs> so people so people will actually know it? But it's quirkybird, K-W-I-R-K-Y bird.com. And I was thinking, what would be clever, like funny Robin, quirky bird, and I was so like caught up in how clever it was, and now that I'm on the radio, I'm like, this sucks. How Who's, who's ever going to like look at that website? Fat <laughs> no Davey found it. it, so he knew how to okay. talk about you, baby. <laughs> okay. Well, I'd like to thank you guys both, one, for calling in and coming into the studio today. Oh, it was I fun. Appreciate it. I always have a great time when people come on. Valerie, did you have a good time tonight? I did very much so. All right. I'm Thank you for you, having me. I'm going to put you down on the list to be harassed by all comedy slam DJs or, <laughs> or whatever we're considered comedians that want to be more, and they're all going to harass you. I will not let JT Byrne call you, though. You don't, you, <laughs> <laughs> he can't call. I'll tell him he's banned. Oh, he's looking at me through the window. He's flipping me the bird. Oh, horrible. Are you really going to try to sell those shirts, JT? Oh, man. Yeah. All right. I'm going to tell you what. If somebody, if anybody knows J.T. Byrne, if you go to his website, you could look at pictures of these peculiar T-shirts that he might want you to buy, particularly good for women or gay men, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think J.T. prefers the, the gay men. But, you know, we all have our, our styles. J.T. likes them gay. But listen, guys, I want to thank everybody for calling in. Well, and thank you for having me on here, uh, I appreciate Davey. That. I've had fun. Valerie, thank you. This is... Thank you. This was Let's Be Frank. And thanks for being on the air, Robin. It was always <laughs> nice to be on, some, on the air with somebody familiar. <laughs> familiar. My family, the familiar. <laughs> the familiar. Yeah, well, I, 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 I would love to share a stage with you uh, someday in the future, uh, Valerie. We're going to have to have uh, Hey, Jesus. if I get anything coming up and I can use you, uh, our, be, you'll be my first call. If, if you're it's at... Long Island Mary. 
if if you ever need a, a gig on the second Saturday of the month in Tampa and want to be paid very little, just email me and I can hook you up. I'll make you the headliner, though. Well, you know what? I actually come in uh, usually on a Saturday in Tampa. Okay. So okay. maybe uh, maybe one day when I get off the cruise, it'll work out. Okay. Yeah, it's always the second Saturday. So uh, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to Facebook you. All right. Okay. Everybody, thank you for calling in. This has been Let's Be Frank on Comedy Slam Radio. You can check us out if you missed the show at letsbefrank.podomatic.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. We have a lot of great shows coming up. I'm not going to tell you now. You're going to have to tune in to find out. Stay funny, and we'll see you next week on ComedySlamRadio.com. What was that? I'll tell you what that was. That was another fine show from ComedySlamRadio.com, where we put the .com in comedy.